This is the Positive EQ Perspective, where you'll find a more positive outlook on life by developing your emotional intelligence. My name is Kirsty Gwynn. I'm a coaching psychologist and speaker, and I'm passionate about helping people to experience more calm, contentment, and joy every day. Today, we are talking about three ways to get more enjoyment out of life. Being able to laugh more, have a good time, and generally just feel happier is one of most people's top priorities. And yet, why does it feel so difficult to do? Joy can be surprisingly hard to come by at times. And maybe it's easy to enjoy the bigger moments, that's what I find. But then life's daily joys slip by unnoticed or we really struggle to connect with them. And our life is only really happening in this moment, so we want to get joy from the smaller moments. You know, maybe you even find that you're doing something that you know objectively could be enjoying this moment, it's a good moment, but you just feel you can't connect to those feel-good feelings. Or maybe guilt or worry gets in the way. So today we're going to talk about three ways to get more enjoyment out of life. Number one, I want to talk about one of the biggest obstacles to joy. And one of the biggest obstacles to joy that we need to overcome in order to experience more joy is our tendency to numb, to numb difficult feelings. So difficult feelings aren't comfortable, um, maybe an understatement. In fact, they're often really uncomfortable. We don't want to feel them. And so the very human reaction that we have to that is to try and squash those feelings, right? We turn away from them, we numb them, we say, well, I don't want to feel that, so I'm going to do something to kind of make me not, not have to feel that as much. Maybe we keep ourselves really busy. That's one of the most common ways that we numb, right? So that we don't have to sit with those feelings or those negative thoughts. And we're keeping busy to really avoid our feelings in that way. Maybe we have an extra glass of wine, right, to relax ourselves. Um, we might use things like food to numb, right, so alcohol, drugs, um, but equally keeping busy and just that practice of pushing our own feelings away and avoiding them is numbing. It's something that Dr. Brene Brown says in her, um, you know, it's one of, I believe it's one of the top five TED Talks that's ever been done, you know, most watched TED Talks. And in Dr. Brene Brown's TED Talk on vulnerability, one thing she says is that we cannot selectively numb emotion. And this can be pretty shocking for most of us to realize. So, So here's our quote. When we numb hard feelings, we numb joy, we numb gratitude, we numb happiness. What we don't realize is that when we are pushing the hard feelings away and avoiding them and not letting ourselves feel them, what happens is that we really, we train ourselves to get good at not feeling. And what we mean to do, of course, is say, well, I don't want to feel the hard stuff, right? I want to feel the lighter side of life. I don't have to feel the hard stuff. But unfortunately, we can't selectively numb. So when we numb the hard stuff, when we numb the difficult feelings, that means that the cost of that is joy. And we might start to feel disconnected. We might start to feel numb generally. 
And it's really important to understand this. It often can be a huge aha moment. I know often when I share this with clients uh, or students that they'll say, whoa, okay, I, I realize like that's that's where my joy went, right? And um, this is kind of, this realization is, I think, so important because it can give us the courage to start to feel and you know allow ourselves to process those more difficult feelings. It's one of the things that personally gives me the courage to feel those difficult feelings. It's kind of like the gold at the end of the rainbow, right? There's like a reward for wading through your hard feelings and that reward is joy. The more that I've allowed myself to sit with and to process the hard feelings that I have, the more that I've found myself experiencing the lighter sides of life with a newfound emotional depth. So sometimes I just notice that I feel overwhelmed by gratitude or that I get really tearful in the face of a friend's happiness and I feel a new intensity with my positive emotions that I didn't have back when I was numbing um, the negative emotions. So I now know that these two things can't be separated. They're really two sides of the same coin. And so recognizing that if you can find the courage within yourself to allow yourself to sit with the hard stuff, to process those big feelings, that the prize for that is that you're going to get more joy, more feelings of gratitude, um, and all of that. And that's an essential obstacle that we need to overcome if we want to live a joyful life. The second way that we can get more enjoyment out of life is to do something called savoring the moment. So how often have you let a good moment slip by you because you thought that there were other more important things to focus on? Or maybe you just don't naturally pay attention to the good. And I think that's really important to understand. So psychologist Rick Hansen said, the brain is like Velcro for negative experiences, but Teflon for positive ones. As in the negative just sticks, right? And the positive, you know, it slides right off, like off a nonstick pan. The negative just sticks. The positive, we just, it just slips us by. So it's important to understand that the brain doesn't naturally pay attention to positive experiences. So unless you consciously direct your attention towards it, you risk missing it completely. How we can practice savoring the moment is just that whenever there is a good moment, we need to point it out to our mind. So um, one of my clients said to me, oh, it's like I have to bank it in my mind, right? I have to kind of say, hey, brain, notice, notice this moment. Right, so it might mean that you just take a moment to pause and you point out to yourself, this is a good moment. You know, I'm, I'm grateful for this moment. Um, this moment, you know, feels like a gift or it feels like I'm, I'm really lucky to have this. Right, so just telling ourselves and pointing out to our brain, like, you know, let's pay attention to that. Um, there are lots of different ways that you can practice this. So... Uh, it might initially, especially if you're feeling pretty numb and you're not um, able to access joy that much, initially when you start pointing out these moments to yourself, you won't necessarily feel that expansion of joy in your chest or anything like that. But I know that I practiced savoring very, you know, really to improve my well-being at a time when I was experiencing a lot of low mood. And 
after, you know, after just pointing out to my brain, this is a good moment, this is a good moment, this is a good moment. After about a week and a half, I remember that, I just kind of woke up one day and thought, whoa, I feel, I feel so much happier. It was just such a big shift. It was almost like my brain just needed a bit of time for me to be noticing those good moments, pointing them out so that it could, you know, until it, it really affected my mood. So sometimes it's as simple as starting there, but it also can just be about making the moment last a little longer by savoring it, right? So when something good happens, just really leaning into the feeling and, um, and, and just making, you know, rather than skipping over it, just really leaning into it and appreciating it and, and um, almost swishing it around in your mind is a term that um, I've heard and, and thought was really lovely. So, um, you know, one simple way that I'd even do this is that it's so easy that if I, you know, I get a text from a friend or something like that, that I, I can get that while I'm working and I'll just read it and, and then kind of carry on and move on very quickly. And if I, if I want to get better at being joyful, right, what I do, the practice that I have now is that when something even small, but good like that happens, I will just take a moment to pause and say to myself, how lucky am I to have someone that is thinking of me, right? So um, it's really just about, if, you, if we're walking in nature, oh, I'm so, it's really, I'm lucky to have this park near to my home, right? Or I'm lucky to be here, um, or I feel grateful to be for being here. Um, and through savoring, we're going to, to find that over time, we just get better and better at enjoying those daily joys, which I don't know about you, but that's that's where I want to get my joy from. It's easy to get joy from the big moments or it's easier to get joy from those big moments. But our day-to-day lives, they're these little things. And if we can find joy in those areas, then that translates to really experiencing a joyful life, which I think is what I know that's what most people here want. I want to say all people because I can't imagine anyone who doesn't want more joy. Finally, the third thing that we need to do in order to get um, more enjoyment out of life is to practice gratitude. So I'm going to talk about Renee Brown again. I absolutely am a a big fan of hers. And in her book, The Gifts of Imperfection, she talks about how she thought that joyful people were grateful people, right? So people who had a lot of joy were naturally therefore grateful because they were like, well, I'm so joyful that I have a lot to be grateful for. And she was surprised to find that her research actually showed that it was the opposite way around. And I think this will be surprising to most of us because I know that that also makes sense to me. Like surely the happiest people are naturally going to say, well, yeah, I'm so happy because I have so much to be, you know, I have so much to be grateful for. um, or I'm so grateful, you know, because of my joy. But what her research found is that gratitude is essential to joy. Every single person that she interviewed that described themselves as joyful or spoke about living a joyful life had a specific formal way of practicing gratitude embedded into their lives. Right? So they weren't just talking about having like an attitude of gratitude. A lot of us talk about, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna be grateful or you know, set these intentions, I'm gonna be grateful today. She's, what she found is that it was really key to have a practical practice of gratitude. So perhaps people were keeping a gratitude diary, 
And then they were actually, um, so this is something I like to do, right? Writing down things that I'm grateful for, either at the end of the day, things I'm grateful happened that day. But sometimes I'll also just make more general lists of gratitude, you know, um, places I'm grateful to have been, things like that. So we have, um, and we might also have something like a gratitude jar, right? So some people really like the idea of when something good happens that you know we then just write it down and pop it in the jar and then at the end of the month or even at the end of the year you can choose how long you can like come back and go through all those lovely moments which is wonderful I love paging back through my gratitude diary thinking like oh you know I wrote down that I had a nice phone call with someone or um I wrote down that you know I just had a lovely cup of tea and just spent some time kind of sitting outside and listening to the birds sing and those are moments that I would not I would not remember those moments unless I kind of go back in that diary which gives me another joyful grateful boost uh, maybe doing gratitude around the dinner table at night right so you could in bed with your family or um whoever you live with that you know you share well what are you grateful for today right so practicing gratitude in this way means that you'll be training your brain to get better at noticing the good Right? And so not only will you enjoy the experience of focusing on what you're grateful for, but you'll also over time get better at paying attention to good moments and really tuning into them. So there's that double benefit where you get to enjoy the gratitude practice, but you're also going to find that you naturally start to notice those good events better. Um, you, know, you're, you don't miss them as much and then you can really savor them. So this is going to mean that then you can get more enjoyment out of your life as a whole. Well, that's it for me. Thank you so much for listening. And if you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe. Every subscriber counts and it helps this information to reach more people. Thank you. And I'll see you next week on the Positive EQ Perspective. If you're looking to calm negative thoughts, accept yourself and live joyfully, then you need my free roadmap to overcome negative thinking. You'll discover seven steps to follow, as well as three mistakes most people make trying to improve their mindset and life that only make things worse. Visit positiveeq.com forward slash free. That's positiveeq.com forward slash free.